DDT! What's up? What's up, dude? Nothing much. Uh, the windows are open, brah. In Peoria, Illinois, the windows are rolling down. Uh, I feel you. What are you guys looking like in Denver? We were getting that uh, hardcore yesterday. Uh, yesterday it got up to, uh, I want to say, 76, 77. Damn. Yeah, you're way hotter than we are. Oh yeah, I'd uh, I'd do the classic spring spring to fall uh, battle with the air conditioning and the heat. Yep, yep. I've been I've been dealing with that at work for sure because it gets hot as fuck in there, really fast. But yeah, it's I think I'm at like I just checked. I think we're at like sixty three right now. Nice, nice. But yeah, I mean you would. I mean I might as well go outside and sunbathe. <laughs> like I feel like it's a totally different world. Oh yeah, yeah. I was actually sweating yesterday, so. Yeah, you said seventy-seven. It got up to that yesterday, and that—that's all. Just like if it's a clear fucking day out here, and, the, and it allows for it, it'll just start to cook, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. We haven't gotten that far, but like probably during—I don't know. I guess. During the midday today, it was probably like 68. It was probably close to, I don't know. If it's 63 right now, it's probably close to 70. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's been refreshing. Um, been ridiculous. Ridiculous winter around here. I don't know if, I don't know if it's just because we're getting older. But the winters are starting to bug me a lot more. Oh, that global warming, but I won't get into that. No, we don't. This isn't, this isn't a political show. But uh, Super Serial is global warning. Yeah. Um, we just got back from a bar. We, we was barbecuing. Nice. That's how nice. That's how nice the weather is here. So we did some. We had some steaks, but they're real shitty steaks, and couldn't really turn them around. But we had some bomb ass burgers. Oh. Uh, yeah, Dusty, my brother sent home some. Uh, some beef from Kentucky. So we did like some stuffed uh, burgers with uh, onions and some high temp cheddar cheese. And it was delicious. Oh, man. Yeah, it was. We had that. Steaks. Marinated chicken. Uh, kidney bean salad. Deviled eggs. Mac and cheese. All the good ones. All the classics. Yeah. Sounds like a real Midwestern meal, man. Oh yeah, for sure. So that's how I spent the day. What'd you do today? Uh, today I just uh, went down to the campus and fucking put a. I had to upload a, a not a check stub, but something that has like my routing number and shit for for my jobby. Oh, nice. For the uh, direct deposit. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, besides that, just fucking caught some opening day baseball and cooked some jambalaya. That's about it. Well, you cooked some jambalaya? Yeah. Oh, some uh, 
Rice Aroni? Zatarans. Oh, Zatarans. Yeah. Okay. So. That, you add some uh, medium or hot smoked sausage to that, and that's all it takes, really. And there you go. Yeah. And there you have it. Set it <laughs> and forget it. And forget it. <laughs> <laughs> um. That sounds pretty delicious, actually, not going to lie. I was just telling Samantha the other night that I wanted some smoked sausage. It wasn't really uh, par for the uh, atmosphere. Like you said, Like barbecuing sounds right, right on course for this time of year. I mean, I had my door open and shit. I was watching baseball. Yeah, you were, you were feeling the vibes. Yeah. What, but, were you, what kind of ball game were you watching? Uh, the White Sox were on TV today on the MLB pregame of the day. Okay, um, did the Cubs, so the Whites, this was opening day, right? That's a, it is opening day, Sauce. Okay, yep, I could feel it because you know what I did? I went to our local sports channel uh, on our radio here in Peoria, Illinois, and guess what was on? Oh, I don't have to guess, dude. Are you fucking kidding me? The fucking Chicago Cubs. Fucking assholes take over everything. Yep. And there's literally, for those that don't know, in Peoria, Illinois, the Chicago Cubs rule sports radio. And I mean rule. Like, there's really nothing. At one point, the Chicago Bulls were in the playoffs. In the playoffs. In the playoffs. And at this point, um, and it would still happen to this day if the Bulls had any shots for the playoffs, but I do not have cable. Okay? I don't have NBA League Pass because if I steal Jeff's account information, I still can't watch the Bulls. Which My shit's inactive anyway, but yeah. Which doesn't make any sense to me. I don't maybe you can explain this afterwards. But anyway, I there's really no way that I want to pay to watch the Bulls, especially at this point. But anyway, at one point <laughs> at one point the Bulls were in the playoffs, so I'm listening to it on the radio like a good fan. And uh you know, Chicago Bulls on the radio is not too bad. You got uh, Schwartzky and uh, who am I miss? Schwartzky and Winnington. Not yep. bad. Not bad. I used to enjoy it. I'm listening. I like Schwartzky. Yeah, I'm listening to a Chicago Bulls playoff game, and I get interrupted by regular season Chicago Cubs baseball. This wasn't opening day either. This is about two weeks in. Yeah, and I've and this has happened several times, so it really doesn't matter what's going on. The Chicago Cubbies. Are gonna be here. Even the goddamn Blackhawks could be on the verge of winning the fucking Stanley Cup, and we'll go to a mid-inning fucking mound visit on the at, down at Wrigley. Yeah, and we're—I'm not a baseball guy. I know you're a little bit more than I am, but I understand that people do like the Cubs a lot, and I get it. But if 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 we're dealing with the playoffs, I feel like that should take precedent. Um, speaking of the Cubbies, I know a friend of the show, Alex, at Lucha Libre, is a Cubs fan, and we're planning on having him on next week for the Go Home WrestleMania show. I don't know if I told you this yet. Okay. Um, so he, planning on having him come on. I'm not sure, uh, he said he wanted to for sure, but we haven't worked out the schedule, so hopefully that happens. Nice. And also, we had discussed um, he was going to put our Boom DDT hot dog shirts on his website. 
Yeah, okay. That'd be cool. Yeah. Because uh, I know a couple of our buddies one and one And I gotta send you yours, Jeff. I still got them. I just gotta send them to you. Oh, yeah. I've been uh, checking the uh, the mail area. They just throw all pa- all bigger packages inside the door of the apartment complex. So you gotta keep an eye out. Yeah, I'm gonna text you for that address. And then I'm a bit of a uh, caveman when it comes to shipping. So I will have to go to the post office. I don't know if you have to put on more stamps or I don't know how that works, Jeff. Dude, I have no idea. <laughs> I, just, I went to the post office and just asked questions like a complete idiot. They'll, they'll treat you like an idiot. That's all right. You'll get it done. Oh, I'll get treated like an idiot and that's fine. Uh, we'll get them shipped to you. I'll put 100 stamps on that bitch if I have to. <laughs> um, hopefully... So hopefully we can get some Boom DDT merch for anybody out there that wants some. Uh, we talked. To, he said he was going to do it, but I don't know if he has yet. It's probably obviously it's probably not his first priority, and uh, <laughs> you know why would it be? Yeah. So <laughs> that's completely understandable. Yeah. Get to him when he can. Yeah, he'll get to him when he can. Um, I don't think anybody's out there sweating that one. No, it's not on anyone's Christmas list in fucking March. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Wrestling, Jeff. What of it, man? Yeah, I think this week we should stick to our... Um, we'll stick to big picture. Because I think there no, was... For sure. I mean, it, it, it's, all, it's all for the casual fan at this point. Yeah, if you I don't th- know the storylines, then you're, you're a casual fan, my friend. Yeah, and I think everything this week's pretty big picture. Well, besides the obvious shit from SmackDown, Raw Raw was all a goddamn uh, snooze fest. Yeah, Raw was pretty weak. Where was Raw? Do you know? Boston, Mass. You didn't you didn't notice the million and a half Gronk shirts? Oh, okay. Yeah, I heard. I heard. So we can talk about that. I heard a bunch of rumors of Gronk to WWE. Which, I don't know. I think I, I, I think he's a little too awkward on the mic to be good at this. But I wouldn't mind a guest spot. Uh, let, let, let's not go crazy here. Next thing you know, we're going to have Dennis Rodman back in. Yeah. With Carl Malone, you know? Yeah. So Gronk, Gronk did the guest spot at WrestleMania. What year was that? I want to say two years back, so maybe 2016, 2017. Yeah, something like that. That one was funny because the security, remember the security guard was not aware that Gronk was part of the show. You remember, you remember? Oh, this is during the pre-show though, right? Yeah, and he starts like acting like he's going to jump the barricade and the, and the security guard was like seriously like, no, you can't do that. And he was like looking at her like, no, I'm part of the show. Like that was really weird, but that that part was funny, and I think he I think he just threw like a uh, like a John Cena shoulder block type of deal. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I could see him doing a short spot, but I don't think he's quite made to be a wrestler. No. No, he's a polar bear, not a wrestler. He's yeah, he's a polar bear. Um. So yeah, Raw, what, what, so we had Ronda, 
we also oh, so we had this weird to open raw we had this weird beat the clock challenge what did you think of this so i had to go feed uh my brother's kitty cats Kiki's? and i missed the opening of raw so i came back to balor and then i had to go back and like i got news of this later in the show but i had to go back at a separate time and watch this shit the beat the clock challenge yeah so like for me the actual first viewing of raw sucked because you took you took the ladies picture out of it and the rest of it was just not good <laughs> but uh to, to answer your question, uh, I'm never a fan of the Beat the Clock Challenge. Why don't you explain, why don't you explain the Beat the Clock Challenge in case anybody doesn't know? Alright, the Beat the Clock Challenge is... I want to say this came to fruition in the Teddy Long era. I'm not positive, though. But um, it's basically... You, you have three like really good stars going against... It doesn't have to be three. It can be five. It can be 20. It can be whatever. But anyway, you have the first person come out. He or she uh, has a clock running, and they have to uh, try to get a pin or a submission as quickly as possible. And that's your that's your bar. They don't just set the bar. They, they are the bar. bar. So that's your bar. So let's say, like, uh, Eric comes in. And whoops a man's ass in two and a half minutes. If I'm the next competitor in the Beat the Clock Challenge, I have a two and a half minute clock up on the Titan Tron counting downwards now. And I have to uh, pin or submit the person before that two and a half minutes or I do not win the Beat the Clock Challenge. So on and so forth for as many competitors as there is. Okay. So our first match was... Uh, Ronda versus Sarah Logan. And Ronda wins in a minute, 25 seconds VR bar. Then we had, then we had Charlotte versus Ruby Riot. Charlotte does not beat the clock. Does not pin or submit Ruby within a minute, 25. Attacks attacks Becky Lynch with a big boot out of spite. Dirty, dirty dogs. (laughs) Dirty Yeah, that dirty dog was flying through the air. And then we get Becky Lynch versus Liv Morgan. Becky beats the clock via roll-up. So we get Becky Lynch as your beat-the-clock challenge winner. But my question is, who cares? (laughs) Yeah, this is clearly just uh, something to move it along in, in their feud. Because they have... They beat the clock to WrestleMania, WWE did. Now they're just building yeah. the <laughs> Great point. WWE definitely beat the clock. Uh, but uh, as a beat the clock challenge in general, like you're supposed to spread this out throughout the evening. That's the way it's traditionally done. So you're not all fucking bored. And it's not supposed to be a minute and a half to set the bar. Like you have like a normal fucking five to ten minute match. And, like, the Beat the Clock Challenge becomes a little more, you know, liquid. Like, you can actually have a wrestling match instead of just a couple of fucking bumps and a roll-up. That's a good point. Wouldn't it have been more effective if, you know, like, Charlotte and Ruby started and it was, like, an eight-minute match and then 
Becky and Morgan went and it was like a seven minute match and then Ronda won in a minute 25 like that would make more sense yeah yeah so I don't know I don't know what this did for us all we got was Charlotte big boots Becky Lynch out of spite and we get to see Ronda dominate again so this doesn't advance the story much for me no not at all Um, could have completely not had it story would have been the same yeah before this started they all three uh took credit for the main event so wwe announces that ronda versus charlotte versus becky is your main event at wrestlemania and before this match they all took credit for that which i don't each each one of them came out and like said their part yeah ronda first took credit for it um, and then she said another one of her, her stupid things where she said like, beat the clocks, another gimmick. Let's get on with this farce. I actually agree with her there. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I agree with this shit. I agree with her too. But like the more she keeps doing this shit where she's trashing the business, it's like, Man, this doesn't make sense. Because when you won that title, you were super excited. Like, this meant the world to you. Yeah. But it was fake then. It's still fake now. You know? Why back then was it... You know what I mean? It doesn't make sense. No. Not at all. I was thinking about it. Like, the only way that this would make sense is if Becky... Or if uh, Ronda came out the gate as a heel saying wrestling's fake. Right? That'd be interesting. That would make sense. But it doesn't make sense that she was all in and now she's not. Especially starting on the road to WrestleMania. Yeah, and it's just like, it's clearly what you said, like, this is a lazy route. They, you know, Ronda can't do good mic work, so this is the easiest route to go. Yeah. But, nonetheless... So we had to beat the clock challenge to open Raw, which I didn't really get. <laughs> uh, what else from Raw did you like, or you or you think needs talked spoken about? Oh shit! Um, Triple H had a decent promo on Batista. Yeah, I agree. Uh, where he had a letter from Batista's lawyer. <laughs> I like, generally speaking, I like when lawyers are involved in wrestling. It is pretty, it's, it's, it's silly as fuck. Yeah. But, uh, I did write it in my notes, but he was trying a couple of stand-up routines, a couple of punchlines up there, wasn't he? He did, because he couldn't get the envelope out of his sweet-ass leather jacket. Oh, I, I saw that from the get-go, it was stuck on the corner of his pocket. If he just take the time to lift his jacket a little bit. Yeah. He couldn't get that fucker out of there. No. <laughs> it's causing all kinds of problems. So he cracked some kind of joke about that. Yeah, his his promo was pretty... Uh, I don't want to say outside of kayfabe, but you know what I mean. It broke the wall a little bit at the beginning there. Yeah. But it was a good promo. I mean, Triple H is money on the mic, so that's, that's known. I feel like... Uh... This promo was meant to just carry Batista's ass because he can't talk worth the damn. Yeah, and they no just, one cares when he comes out. Yeah, they didn't even they didn't even bother bringing his ass out. 
What, what? No, Triple H will do both parts. So what was the end-all be-all of that? There was some kind of statement made at the end there. Yeah, Triple H is putting his career on the line, bro. Oh, shit. <laughs> so we got and what? what's Batista put on the line uh, his haircut I don't know Okay, his soul patch yeah he something be- like that he better not be <laughs> no he's, he's there's not not a damn thing on the line for Batista his lawyers just demanded this fucking bullshit okay so where does that lead you to believe the result of that match is I mean, if Triple H wants to retire, this is a weird way of doing it, but... No, dude. I, now, now, yeah, I think now it's got to be Triple H. I mean, unless... but Like, what's Batista actually going to put on the line? He's got nothing to put on the line. I think Triple H clouded his movies during the promo, didn't he? I don't know. God, we forgot to call Bork. We need to ask him what, even though it would, we could solve this mystery with a quick Wikipedia. We got we got to get him on the go home show. We we got to we got to just start calling people for the go home show for predictions. Yeah, we'll have a, we'll hopefully we'll get Alex on, and then we'll have Bork for a Batista breakdown, and then we'll hopefully get Wolf, and then maybe does Jason work? At these hours or no? No. Maybe we get Jason on for some predictions. <clears throat> we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that's that's what it was. That's what I forgot. So Triple H versus Batista at WrestleMania. Triple H's career is on the line. And it's no holds barred. Yep. No holds barred. Is that one of your like? Top matches are like what are you? How are you feeling about WrestleMania? Are you scared? You think you think it's a little weak, or where are you at? I want to say it's a little weak, but I probably set the bar pretty damn high. No, I think you're part. I think you're feeling what most wrestling fans are. If you look back on, I took a look back at WrestleMania of of the '30s, and they've all been pretty good. So I think uh, uh, I think this one might be a little scary. A little lackluster. But you never know, because a lot of times it'll look good on paper and then it won't be. That's true. Could be opposite. That's true. Gotta gotta hope on the talent. Yeah, we'll we'll take a quick look at the card uh, before we exit, and we'll take another look. Uh, we do. Did you know you could shop around for prescription prices? With GoodRx, you can find free coupons at over 70,000 pharmacies and save up to 80%. It's that easy. But don't just take my word for it. Dr. Adam says, I've been telling all my patients about GoodRx. Jacqueline says, my medication was $65 without insurance, but I paid $25. Aubriana says, you don't have to pay full price to live your best life. Couldn't have said it better myself. GoodRx is 100% free. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. Did you know you could shop around for prescription prices? With GoodRx, you can find free coupons at over 70,000 pharmacies and save up to 80%. It's that easy. But don't just take my word for it. 
Dr. Adam says, I've been telling all my patients about GoodRx. Jacqueline says, my medication was $65 without insurance, but I paid $25. Aubriana says, you don't have to pay full price to live your best life. Couldn't have said it better myself. GoodRx is 100% free. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. Get um, Lashley versus Finn Balor at WrestleMania for the IC title confirmed. About time. Yeah, there was a Jinder Mahal and Lashley versus Finn Balor handicap match. Um, if Finn wins, he gets a shot at the title at Mania. Finn wins via coup de gras. And we have confirmed Lashley versus Finn Balor at Mania. Uh, yeah, I got nothing on that. That's an IC title with no story. Yep. I mean, it's a feud, but it's not a story. Yeah, it's similar to what they're doing with the with the U.S. title, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, Joe and uh, Ray don't have much of a story. I don't know. I just wish it was. I just wish it was Ray versus Andrade. I don't even care about a title. Like, if you're gonna go a singles match, I'd rather have them two at Mania. That's a good point, but I mean, Joe's Joe, you know, he, he works well with little guys. Oh yeah, no, it'll be a good match for sure. I just wish there was a story to it. Uh, or I'm sorry, Andrade and Ray had a story, you know? Yeah. It wasn't much of a story either. That's true. But they had a lot of matches. Yeah. But I mean, they they're they're going crazy with those matches there for about a month. They just like lived on those matches to get through. <laughs> Did you hear that? No. Nah, well, what happened? Lexi just <clears throat> Lexi's that's my dog, and she's outside the door. She went. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Get pissed off. Yeah, she's sick of our wrestling bullshit. I did. There was two of them, right? Two or three. And was he at Madison Square Garden, or where was he at? Just around New York. At first, he was at Times Square. It was all done in the rain, though, so he's playing his acoustic guitar trying to act serial when it's fucking raining. That can't be good for your tuning. That can't be good for the wood. <laughs> True that. That, that, that. that fender is going to get a little dinged up. Yep. So does he like? I saw it, but I don't. I'm I'm missing things. So does he? Did he declare himself part of WrestleMania in any way, or what do we know? Didn't uh, Didn't Alexa Bliss say last week that he's gonna be? Cause some somehow Alexa Bliss is in charge of shit now. But uh. Then Alexa Bliss last week some somehow say like uh, he's gonna be the musical act. Oh, okay. So he's playing. He's doing some kind of musical performance. I'm not positive on that. I, I'm asking. Oh, I'm not sure. But I can see that. That would make sense. Um. Yeah, Alexa. Alexa made some sort of decision in this. In this raw. Uh, she oh, she did. Yeah. 
She, uh, yeah, go ahead. Colin, she had a moment of bliss with uh, Braun Strowman, and then Michael Che and Colin Jost joined from the uh, SNL. Uh, what do you call that set? Yeah. Um, God, I'm I'm no SNL fan, but I know. I, I mean, obviously, I know what you're talking about. The main set that where the band plays, and they have the door where the host comes out of. And it's like a news show. Right? Oh, well, they, they, they do Weekend Update, but that's not their, that's not the set they do Weekend Update from. That's just like the... At the end of every SNL, that's where the host comes out of. Whoever's hosting. Oh, you're week. talking about where they did their interview from? Yeah. Okay, no, I'm talking about like... They are the hosts of Weekend Update, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, you're correct. So like... Where the host stands and does their like opening monologue or whatever, and the bands in the background. Yeah, that's where they did their interview from. And uh, Alexa uh, accepts them to be in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Correct. She made it official because she has that kind of power for some reason. Yeah. So Alexa is your host at WrestleMania, and she gets to make matches. she'd get so much damn power for doing absolutely nothing in this business. Yeah. I don't think it's a terrible spot for her, though. If you have to have a... If you're gonna have to have a host for some reason, which I don't know really why you need one, um, better than, like... You remember one year they had, like, the New Day, which was, like, a slap in the face, because they, like, need to be on the card, you would think. Yeah. Which we'll get to later, which they're not all on it this year, but it makes sense this year. Um, so this, so the only people announced for the Andre the Giant Battle Royal Memorial, whatever, is Braun. Pre-show. Pre-show match is Braun and the SNL dudes, correct? Uh, yeah, I think so. That, so if we're talking about flaws of WrestleMania 35... High on my list has got to be the fact that Braun Strowman is in a pre-show match with SNL guys. <laughs> right? I mean, he's right now he looks ridiculous. Have you noticed how jacked he looks right now? I mean, he looks as beefy as always. No, he looks beefier, dude. Like, he always looked beefy, but it you know he was never fat by any means. But, like, now he looks cut. Yeah, like, he looks ridiculous right now. So he's, like, in the best shape of his WWE career. Like, he should be going for, a like, a big title right now. Like, he's over. He's super over. The crowd loves him. Like, I'm not saying I'm a huge fan, but, like, he's over, and I don't know why he's doing this stupid match. <laughs> I mean, I think they just made him too powerful. Yeah. You know, so they had to, like, tone it down and keep him out of the main light. Because he was in the main light, and they, like, had him versus Roman set up forever. And then they had him versus uh, Bork Laser set up forever. I would have just put him in the, uh... Like, put him in the Seth Rollins... Or, no, I'm sorry. Put him in the uh, Roman Reigns and... Who am I looking for? Drew McIntyre match and make it like a 
Like, even if it's not official, it's basically like a number one contenders match. You know what I mean? Ooh, that's interesting. Like, why Why not? This is ridiculous. I don't know why they... Like, it's, it's like they're punishing him. It's super weird. It is very odd. Cause I it, mean... Yeah, because at one point, you felt like he was the next guy. Yeah, but... Like WrestleMania, they, they, it's just too big for the how they do creative nowadays. Like they they don't think macro enough nowadays. It's too big for their britches, huh? Yeah, it really is. Last year, I think. Hold on, I can get this. Last year, I think we had fourteen matches. Oh my! Let me let me double check. Last year we had fourteen matches. This year, we are currently at thirteen. Jesus. Yeah, and I and and there's stuff that's there's stuff that's missing, man. So you could eclipse fourteen for sure. Both both tag titles are missing. Now. Who even has the SmackDown? Because you you know you know they're setting up for uh, the Raw titles between Black and Ricochet and Revival. That's that's seem that's seeming pretty obvious now, right? Well, I I heard that on JR's podcast, but I on the Hulu cut we did not get that match. Oh okay, yeah they they had a match. Uh, just that those two tag teams, and of course you know. Michael Cole's got to be heavy-handed. He's like, well, if they win this match, then you got to think they would be in the title. Yeah, uh, Cole, we know. We get it. <laughs> when Rock's... Again, this week, this week is for the casual fan, man. Oh, yeah. They're doing all kinds of stuff for the casual fan. They got Joan Jett uh, playing Ronda Rousey to the ring live. Did you hear about that's... that? Yeah, it's not going to be good. It's never good. Live acts are never good. Well, she's like... She's got to be 50, right? I would think so, yeah. So, yeah, the old acts are always hard for me. Uh, did she also sing uh, I Love Rock and Roll? She sang the popular version, yep. The popular version, the radio cut. Yeah, I don't know who I don't know who originally made that song, but I know she made the one that you're thinking of, yep. Okay. So, so yeah, they 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 got. I mean, SNL's there for the casual fan. Yeah, they always do something like that. Like you said, Gronk has been there. They yeah, they, yeah. they bring in celebrities. They yeah. they got to go across platforms. Yeah, which I understand. Uh, it's it's their marquee event, so I could see or whatever their flagship event or whatever you want to say. But I, you know, that makes sense. But yeah, we have 13 matches right now, and I would not be surprised if we went past 14. I wish they let... I, I, I don't know. Like, with the chain shows, like, the all, all of the humor thus far seems like it had to be previously transcribed and approved by Stephanie McMahon and her mom's <laughs> jeans. Because, like, it is just vanilla-ass humor that is just lousy. And I know Che is better than that. I don't know about Joe, but I know Che is better than that. Which one? Che is the African-American. Yeah, So and then Joe is the guy that's like 
starting beef with Braun, right? Yeah, the one that Braun choked. Okay. Yeah, it'll be interesting, man. It's going to be fucking long. That's my problem, like, that's one of my problems with WrestleMania, like, I'm very uh, antsy. Like, I get antsy easily. And, uh, and, uh, wrestling's probably one of my most patient aspects of life. But after seven hours of fucking wrestling, like, how long are I going to make this thing? Uh, my guess, like, I, I want to say two hours ago was the eclipse. That was the longest, man. There's like six hours running time. Yeah. I think they, they realized it a little bit, but it's still got to be, I mean, your average pay-per-view now is what, two and a half to three hours? Well, I think like three's the minimum, but maybe I'm exaggerating. I don't know. So this you'd have to think is at least four and a half, five. Oh yeah, dude. We're going five. We're going six probably. I don't I don't think they'll push six again. I think, I mean, they're going to do the two hour damn pre-show. You know that. And usually they do, let's look back here. Let's take a quick second. Let's see how many pre-show matches we got last year. We got three. We got three pre-show matches last year, so you could probably count on three out of the 13 so far will be pre-show. Still leaves 10 matches so far, and like we said, wouldn't be surprised if we add on the Raw Tag Title match. Wouldn't be surprised at all. Wouldn't be surprised if it hit the pre-show, too. Yeah. It's always interesting who they pick for the pre-show, too, because you would think, like, the Cruiserweight title, but a lot of times those are really good matches, and sometimes they save those for the main card. Yeah, it acts as kind of a sandwich. A good sandwich. Yeah, a good sandwich. A delicious sandwich. <laughs> yeah. You know that that Andre the Giant one is going to be pre-show. I know they have good intentions with that match, but the match always sucks. Yeah. It's just like a spot to display new talent and stuff. Is it? I, I think so, but this year it looks like it's... It's Braun Strowman's match. I mean, they they haven't announced anybody else besides like the gimmick acts from SNL, which I'm guessing they'll just hide behind wrestlers and do like some kind of comedic thing like that. Yeah. Um. Shit, just have Pete Rose come out and Kane Tunstone with him. That's the only <laughs> celebrity you need, <laughs> right? All right. What else from Raw? Um, we got Kurt Angle versus Samoa Joe, uh, which was cool. I saw, like, they started with a headbutt. I saw a clip from TNA where the same match started. You know, it was Kurt Angle versus Samoa Joe, and Angle starts the match with headbutting Joe. So they did, like, a callback to that, which is pretty cool. Oh, wow. Yeah, there was a TNA chant during that match. I don't know if you heard that. I did not. It's interesting, both both Kurt Angle matches this week were a nod to TNA. I mean, like, that that is the latter half of his career. Yeah, when you look back at Angle's career, it is surprising. I was never a TNA guy, that was when I fell out of wrestling. 
Um, but it is funny when you look back at Angle's career that he was in. T- he was a big part of TNA. Man, TNA. It sounds interesting, man. Sounds like they had a lot of good talent go through there. Oh yeah, a lot of a lot of what we're seeing right now is TNA talent. That's some wild shit. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, um, that's an okay match. Uh, Hot Dog won, of course. Yep. Hot Dog wins what via roll up? Yeah, he uh, he flipped out of uh, a Kokita clutch into a roll up. Okay. What? Which I I've never seen Samoa Joe's ham hammy shoulders touch the mat, so I don't know how you can pin him. But is that coming from your house? That's you, buddy. What the fuck is that? I thought I was gonna get bombed. <laughs> <laughs> I never hear airplanes here. <laughs> Wait, that, I, I I just thought that was your soundboard. No, that was the airplane. That was a real deal. Wow. I, I guess dead. I'm not too far from what? Mont Holly would be. Where is that coming from, right? They're, they're, not, they're not hauling ass like that into Mount Holly. I don't know, dude. That was loud. I never heard anything like that here. Uh, it's opening day, perhaps. There's some stealth bombers somewhere. <laughs> Okay, what else do we get? I think the only other thing... Well, you get Hart Foundation into the 2019 Hall of Fame class. Yeah. Which I don't know a ton about them. I have watched their matches and they were pretty badass, but I don't know a ton about them to speak on them. Nope. Um, And then we found out that Roman accepts Drew McIntyre's challenge. So we get... Drew McIntyre versus um, Roman Reigns at WrestleMania official. Standard match. So far, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. And then we got um, Dean versus Drew to close out the show, correct? Yep. Uh, Dean Amber, or I'm sorry, Drew McIntyre wins, and I believe he pointed towards the sign. Drew did, you say? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I got, I got that. So what else? What else from Raw did? Who else got a sign point? Anybody? Oh yeah, we had uh, five sign points on Raw, but I did, I saw none on SmackDown. But my eyes were not that fixed on the television, to be honest. So what? what who, uh, yeah, break break down the uh, Monday Night Raw sign points. Okay, uh, so I got one or two from Becky, two from Rollins, and one from Drew. Huh? Oh, during like Seth Rollins' in ring promo where Heyman came out. Yeah, and that was his first since uh, February eleventh. He had because. T- if you remember, he thinks the side point's kind of corny. <laughs> what did he did he mention that in the promo? Uh, way back after Royal Rumble. Okay. What he just said it's something like, He's like I, I know it's kind of corny, but the points to the side and oh. everything. Yes, I do remember that. Yes. 
And since I went back and watched this with uh, watched this Raw with the Beat the Clock Challenge uh, as the last part, uh, Becky was the one in my record book to get the 50th and 51st sign point of the season. <laughs> okay, breaking breaking 50. Yep. So Becky broke 50. Charlotte's still your leader, I'm assuming. Oh yeah. Ain't no one catching up to her. Becky might eventually, but we'll see. So that, I think, is it from Raw for me. Is there anything else you think we need to talk about? No. <laughs> I think we got it. Like, that that main event wasn't nothing special. It's, it's a good main event, but, you know, like, it's the same with the beat the clock. Like, what what does that do for me? Yeah, because we don't have Ambrose at WrestleMania at all yet. SmackDown had uh, two two big parts. The rest of it was real fucking by the books, but two big parts. Yes, we had two very juicy moments. And this really made the week of wrestling, because even though we, talk, we talked a lot about Raw and big picture shit, Raw was nothing special. Don't, don't get us wrong here. Yeah, so why don't you go ahead and walk us through this one of your first big points here. So, the women's picture just got a little more interesting, Eric. I saw that. Because uh, after our opening monologue, we had a backstage interview with Becky that just got straight cut off by Charlotte's music. We have no clue why. I thought Charlotte was doing it intentionally. But no, she's just walking out for a match. And not just any match. This was not fucking previewed or anything, but apparently she's in a fucking title match for the SmackDown Women's Championship with Asuka. Yep. Hell of a match. It was a really good match. I'll give him that. Out of all the hell that comes from this, I'll give him that. There's even a Spanish fly in this match. Did you catch that? Oh yeah, it was really good. Except Asuka was on the second rope for some reason. I feel like that makes it even more dangerous. Yeah, because you could hit your, hit, hit your ankles. Yeah, so I don't know why they did that. But yeah, hell of a, hell of a Spanish fly. It looked awesome. Maybe just because of the size differential. No, that doesn't make sense. Uh, Oscar would have to be on top and Charlotte would have to be in the middle for the size differential there. I don't know. <laughs> that sounded... Okay. Sounded a little spicy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, go ahead. We had the Spanish fly. It was a hell of a match. I'll give him that. I even told myself during this match, I'm like, there's no fucking way Asuka's losing this. No, I don't know. Sure enough, a figure eight comes around with Asuka's puppet ankles. Asuka took off her legs and put on puppet feet because these things were bending like puppet feet. Yeah, I thought, like, it looked pain. Like, her feet were bending weird. I agree. I noticed that. I was like, holy shit. And with a, with a shot like that, you can... We'll get back to your music shortly, but first, did you know that prescription prices are different at different pharmacies? You could literally drive across the street and get a different price. That's crazy. But with GoodRx, you can instantly compare prices at every pharmacy in your neighborhood and save up to 80%. You're probably thinking there's a catch, right? Nope. It's 100% free and can save you money whether you have insurance or not. In fact, it can often beat your copay. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance.
We'll get back to your music shortly, but first, did you know that prescription prices are different at different pharmacies? You could literally drive across the street and get a different price. That's crazy. But with GoodRx, you can instantly compare prices at every pharmacy in your neighborhood and save up to 80%. You're probably thinking there's a catch, right? Nope. It's 100% free and can save you money whether you have insurance or not. In fact, it can often beat your copay. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. See how she submitted, but yep, she fucking tapped out and lost the title that she barely ever got to fucking feature around her waist. Yeah, not like not only did she only defend that title against Mandy Rose, but she like like you said never even got TV time. Like just completely blown title run. Yeah, after she beat the hottest girl in wrestling. <sighs> Very disappointing. Very, like, I, I, I'm furious. I'm not furious that Charlotte got a title. I'm furious that Asuka lost the title. Yep. I'm furious on a lot of it. So we talked about this today. This has, this, this thing appears to be a last second swerve, a creative change. There's really no other way to explain it. If you were planning on doing this, you would probably, you know how WWE is, they... They don't care much about surprises anymore because they like to see their ratings boost. So they would advertise this sucker if they knew this was the plan. Um, So it just randomly happens and Charlotte wins and it's like... Charlotte... So at this point, Charlotte has eclipsed... um, Trish Stratus as the all-time title winningness or however you want to put it she's she's had more titles in the women's division than trish stratus at this point after this win with nine which yeah, the, winning, the winningest champion i think it's eight isn't it yeah uh trish had eight. Oh, I, I thought trish had seven okay you could be right i think charlotte just got her eighth and trish had seven okay either way trish goes over and we both agree that that is fine yeah, because that was going to happen eventually anyway. Yeah, and I'm Charlotte Mark, so I'm I'm totally for this. It's just the most ridiculous and horrible time to do this. Even for Charlotte. Like, if you can believe that even Charlotte comes out of this looking bad, I mean, this should have been a huge pivotal moment. Like a build where the you know, commentary team is mentioning, like, hey, this could be the point where Charlotte goes over... Trish Stratus as the most winningest, you know, women's yeah, champion. Did they, did they even mention it at all? No, they did. But, you know, I mean, this should be a three-month build. Like, this should be a big moment. Yeah, you would think so. So, even Charlotte, even though she wins the title and nobody feels bad for her, I mean, even that moment gets shit on. Like, they could have saved that moment for another time and it would have been really cool. Asuka gets shit on, obviously. She's been getting shit on this whole this whole title run. It's terrible. Free so, Asuka. Yeah. So, super weird, and, and we don't know where they're going with this. Lots of internet speculation of unifying the title, which I don't really believe, because I think the brand split is good. It, it showcases more athletes. Um... I don't know. What do you think about the unification? The only way I'd see that is if they started a completely fucking new program with women's wrestling, like a WOW 
Yeah. And I don't think they will do that. Because no. they have the, ta- the tag titles are unified, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, because there's not enough people. No. But there's... So, and I don't think they have enough people for their own brand. And, yeah, this this putting the belt on Charlotte makes very little like that's that's the only conclusion i can come with is title unification because why why else like i'm not arguing for title unification i'm just saying like this makes no sense yep like we talked about there's people speculating that the match will still be for the raw women's title and then becky will win and it's just elaborate internet this this elaborate one there's elaborate internet mark theories that you know Becky will win the raw title at mania and then Sasha and Bailey come out and that's the the original four horsewomen Charlotte Becky Sasha Banks and Bailey and they all have the gold and it's a nice little picture moment I don't know I, uh, but I mean like we talked about earlier WWE has gone to Great lengths to get their picture moment. Yeah. So it's possible. But, I don't know. So, uh, Oscar's not in Mania either, I take it. Not yet. No, I'm on the Wikipedia page. But that could all change next week. They could make it a fatal four-way. That seems weird. You know? Yeah. Yeah, especially because they've already done so much PR as this triple threat being the main first women's main event and shit. Doesn't seem like they'll add Asuka in at this point. No, they got the posters everywhere. Yeah. It's all been done. It's too close. It's possible, but I don't know. I don't think so, man. I think I think Asuka got shit on here. I think so, too. So, that's how we feel about it. Not... Like, I'm a huge Charlotte guy, and like I said, definitely deserves to pass Trish Stratus, but could have made it a sweet moment down the road. And instead, they just, out of nowhere, boom. And it was a good match, but like, you could tell immediately, it wasn't a great crowd, but by the by the crowd's reaction, you could tell immediately people were like, what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a very, like, this is why it's even more weird spot for Charlotte to pass Trish is because she's heel and this is a match that no one knew was coming and then everyone's rooting for Asuka. I mean, you got you got some Charlotte fans. Don't get me wrong. I can hear them. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, most of the crowd's rooting for Asuka and, and so when she wins it, she's emotional but the, the crowd's not reacting. Yeah, so it it like we talked about earlier, it literally went good for nobody. Yep. Like Oscar obviously didn't go good for Charlotte passes Trish Stratus in an extremely lackluster fashion. Uh the crowd doesn't dig it. We don't know what's going on for Mania. Like why does she have this title? There must be a reason, right? You would think so. But you know, WWE is just trying to beat the clock. <laughs> so we will see next week how they play this one out. I mean, kudos to them to making me really excited. Like, I, I, I want to watch SmackDown next week because I want to see where this goes. So I guess that's the point. <laughs> the, the, 
they just work us. I, I mean, you get worked, man. When you're a wrestling fan, even the <laughs> even the smarkiest of smarks get worked. Yes, sir. So that was your big one. Uh, before you break down the second big one, I want to talk about how pissed I was that Kurt Angle versus AJ Styles never happened. Um, to any real extent. You had Kurt versus AJ, which is another TNA classic. It started out really good. I was super excited about the match. And then Randy Orton starts talking to his snakes again. He interferes with an RKO out of nowhere to AJ. Angle uh, gives Randy the angle slam. I think they should just let this one be. Yeah, we don't we don't need a reminder that AJ and Orton have a match. We've had reminders of that, and it's going to be a good match either way. Yeah, like, and like yeah. they just kind of shit. Up. This is Angle's last match on SmackDown. That's what they build it as. And then two minutes in, Orton just pops in and ruins the whole fucking thing. Yeah, literally two minutes in, and the first two minutes were really good. Yeah. So like you knew this thing was going to be money. So like this this really pissed me off. Honestly, because I, I, you know, I'm, a, I'm an AJ Styles guy, and I like Kurt, obviously. You know we like the hot dog man around here. Oh, uh, yeah. We're going to miss the hot dog. Oh, we're going to miss the hot dog. And we all know that Randy Orton talks to snakes. And, <laughs> and, we, and we all know about his RKO. Like, we don't need any reminders for this. No, we, we've seen plenty of RKOs. So this just really pissed me off. They should have just let this be. It should have been Kurt Angle versus AJ Styles. Give me 10 minutes, 10 to 13 minutes. That's what it should have been. I think that'd be a nice go-home. Uh, like, they could completely do this over next week if they wanted to, and I'd be cool with that. Oh, for sure. This could be a great match. I, I, I say they should. Vince, if you're listening, fucking put on the, put <laughs> yeah. on the card. Man. Yeah, write it in. Yeah, write it. Yeah, they all... Jim Ross always says they they book with a pencil for a reason. <laughs> so get that eraser out. Um, another little thing we had was uh, Miz and Shane promo. Uh, Shane, Miz, of course, this match of course becomes a false count anywhere match. It has to with Shane. Yep, just you predicted it. you predicted this weeks ago, so we can do some of his jumps. Yep. So we get that. Is there anything else before you do the other big one? No, that's literally it. I mean, no, that's my it. big one has the opening promo and the main event, so that we literally covered everything else. Yep, that's it. All right, go ahead with your your second big nugget. Another nugget from SmackDown. New day. They mean business. Yeah. Come out at the top of the show. They're not happy. They're ready to fucking throw their fucking jobs away because they're, they're Vince's Vince's uh, blatant hatred. Some may call it racism. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Vince comes down because they call him out. He's uh he's immediately interrupted by uh, Daniel Bryan, who wants to call on high from the stage. Uh, so Vince, Vince saying, uh, basically new day, uh, new days replaceable. Kofi still B plus guy. 
with uh, Daniel Bryan chiming in, uh, talking all over fucking Vince, stepping all over his toes. But uh, I ended up, long story short, um, New Day, if if Kofi and uh, Big E can, or not Kofi, excuse me, Xavier and Big E, he wants to know how good they are. So, <laughs> if you two can run a gauntlet tonight, tag team gauntlet, Kofi will be in the main match. <laughs> that was a good one. Thanks. You gotta get real gravelly for a Vince McMahon, especially in his old age. Yeah, in his old age, he does it. His cadence is just like you described, it's real short. Yeah, and a gauntlet match. <laughs> if they can run the gauntlet, Kofi's in the match. Yep. And Brian's not happy about this, but I'm surprised Vince didn't kick Brian out. Yeah, he's, that... he's real. He's pissing me off. Yeah, so Brian is playing the. Dwight Schrute to Vince McMahon's Michael Scott. Yeah. And uh, I like it. It's pretty funny. I wish... So Vince, at one, at, earlier in the promo, Vince gave him a, a shut up. Oh, to Daniel? Yeah. Nice. But I wanted one more. Because after, yeah. after that, he was talking about the New Day and, and Brian was in the background like, They're lackeys, Vince. They're just a couple of lackeys. And I wanted, <laughs> he kept just talking shit while Vince was talking. I wanted one more, would you shut the hell up? But we never got it, unfortunately. No. Uh, Daniel Bryan did say that the New Day are replaceable. You could bring up some guys from NXT and call them Fresh Afternoon. <laughs> and they could throw waffles. And they could throw waffles. Um... So, yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. That was funny. Yeah, Dana Bryan, like, we weren't big wrestling fans. Uh, we It was during our uh, dark stage of wrestling when, when Daniel Bryan hiatus. was great. Our hiatus. During our hiatus, uh, Dana Bryan was very popular. So we're not big fans of face Dan- baby face Daniel Bryan. Nope. But yes, movement was never... That yeah, I was never part of the Yes movement, but I will give it to him. His heel work is pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I'll give it to him. Every everything he does is pretty good. I'm just not a huge fan of his face stuff. No, but I understand why people like him. So yeah, Vince outlines an, yet another challenge to get Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania this time. It's a tag team gauntlet match. The New Day has to run through five teams to uh, earn Kofi Kingston a shot at Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. And the uh, amount of teams were not known beforehand, so... That's true. You didn't know if he was going to screw them over again. That's true. But yeah, Co- Kofi's banned from ringside, so uh, kind of like New Day at a watch party going last week. Kofi's got a watch party going this week, and I made sure to make notes of who I could find in this watch party as a group. Nice. <laughs> uh, so the first match was New Day versus Gallows and Anderson. Good to see Gallows and Anderson. Right. So I, I, this, I have a good story about this. So I, I saw him come, I saw him enter, and then I went to like get a drink or something, get a glass of water, and by the time I got back, they were gone. 
<laughs> so I just wrote in my notes that uh, New Day defeats Gallows and Anderson via burial. Because that's what's happening to Gallows and Anderson. Yeah. Pure burial. Yeah. I mean, even... Uh, it's either Byron or Corey noted, like... Oh, they're doing exactly what you need to do and get rid of them quickly. Yeah. But yeah, I, I couldn't tell you how it happened. It took me by, by surprise as well. Which is crazy, because if you look back at their history, like, when they were in Japan, they were extremely popular. Yeah. Nonetheless, go ahead with your second match of the tag team gauntlet match. So then we get New Day versus Nakamura and Rusev. I can't remember if Lana was at ringside. She wasn't. I don't think she was. Probably. Huh. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I don't remember her either. That's interesting. Anyway, this is when, the, this is when you get the first uh, look at the watch party backstage. This watch party is already pretty damn popular, containing R-Truth, uh, Carmella, Naomi, Becky Lynch, who seems quite chipper, uh, even though she just got cut off in an interview earlier that night and Charlotte won the uh, SmackDown title. Yeah. And also Rey Mysterio and Nikki Cross. Yeah, the Becky Lynch was weird to me and then the Naomi was weird to me because we all assume that the Usos will be facing them. Yeah. But then what ended up happening made sense. So go ahead. That's true. Uh, so, I don't know how they won that match. I, I didn't write down any of the results. I that just wrote was... down who came in. Okay, they they won that match via the up up down down. Is that like a three D? It's the one that uh, Kofi and I'm sorry that Big E and Xavier always do, where like Big E holds them up and then Xavier goes off the top rope. Oh, for, okay. For like an assisted slam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then, um, yeah, the New Day versus Step Bar because they don't just set the bar, Eric. They are they the are bar. The bar. Uh, yeah, they took care of the bar. Uh, by this point, Mustafa Ali, The Miz, and The Hardys, and possibly Kevin Owens. Had joined the fray? Yeah. Okay, I also want to and mention... Go ahead. Possibly Black and Ricochet, too. I couldn't tell. There's a lot of heads in the way. Oh, see, I wasn't I wasn't paying that close attention, so I don't know that. <laughs> I do know that uh, Xavier went off the top rope with a leg drop, which is seldom seen in 2019. Ah, he's, he's looking to hurt his bum, huh? Yeah, he's, look, he's asking for a lot of back problems. Yeah. Um, which I don't think he does it a lot, so that's cool. But yeah, top rope leg drop. I was I, I popped for it. Hell yeah. Uh, so is that how they won? Um, no, they won via roll up. Okay. So yeah, they won. Yeah, and the the bar didn't like them winning, so they threw a temper tantrum and uh, put Big E through a table before the next match. Yep, which beckons your question from last week. Where is uh, where is the security team during gauntlet matches? It never exists. No. Nope. You want to stay out there and just kick the shit out of someone? I mean, we, you know, they only have a three-hour, two-hour run time. That's fine. Just do it after the rest of the show. That's fine. <laughs> 
So then the Usos make their way out. And, like, the crowd's a little weary. Like, what the fuck? Uh, Xavier's just, like, standing in front of Big E, who's still laying in the wreckage from the table disaster. And uh, the Usos, they say they got too much respect for the New Day, too much respect for Kofi, so they forfeit. Can't believe Vince didn't see that coming. Yeah, seriously, what an idiot. But uh, I like that a lot, actually. I, I like obviously I saw it coming too, but I did like that. Yeah. And uh, Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan didn't see that coming either because it showed <laughs> them backstage and Bryan just decided to kick the shit out of the, his locker room, and then Rowan follows suit. Yeah, they're, they're destroying the locker room, and Bryan says, "This is bullcrap." Yeah. Like, really, dude? You can't use up a shit? Like, aren't you allowed, like, three shits? Yeah, give give him a shit for that. Yeah, it's like, I know it's PG, but I think you're allowed a couple, and I think we should use the shit for that one. Uh, This reminded me, uh, for you Office fans out there, this reminds me of the uh, early seasons of The Office when Roy and Pam were on the fringes. Uh, Pam breaks up with Roy when they're out at the bar. I don't know why they're out at the bar, but, uh, Roy's, you know, Roy's with his friends. And like, when he hears this, he's he's like, what? Are you kidding me, Pam? And he just fucking busts his glass on the bar. And then his buddy knows that he wants to fucking kick shit up. So his buddy just starts breaking pool cues and flipping tables and shit. I actually remember that episode. (laughs) It was very similar. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan. Yeah, Rowan was like the classic dumbass that was just like sitting by idly like, oh, he's throwing shit? Okay. Yeah, let's throw shit. I'll throw some shit. Yeah. (laughs) So then the final match, and they do say, they do announce as a final match, so there's no trickery, is the New Day versus Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan. They make their they make their angry ways out to the ring. Um, Biggie, they they had a quite a quite a battle here. I, I can't remember. Was it longer than the other matches? I think it was probably about the same. I th- I feel like the bar match and this match were the longest. Okay, but I could yeah, be wrong. You're right. <clears throat> but eventually, somehow. Big E flips that heavy-ass announce table over on mostly the barricade, but let's pretend it's Eric Rowan, pinning Eric Rowan down. Yep. And so, Eric Rowan's the legal man. And so, the New Day win by countout. Kofi Kingston going to Mania. Yeah, Vince made it official, even though he's still kind of weary about it. Yeah, when they went to him at the limo, I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, if you throw another fucking spin. Yeah. So, so we're getting, officially, it's on the Wikipedia page, guys. You can check it out. It is? Yeah, it's there. Okay. We, we got Daniel Bryan, current champion, WWE champion, the one with the lineage, versus Kofi Kingston at WrestleMania, and... Let me tell you something. 
The Marks are up in arms about this thing. I got people... I was listening to uh, Cheap Heat, Jeff, the other day. Yeah. And the Cheap Heat boys, if anybody doesn't know, Peter Rosenberg from Hot 97 and uh, his cohort, Stack Guy Greg. Peter Rosenberg claims that if... This was before this week. I haven't listened to the, the most recent episode, but he was claiming if A... Kofi Kingston does not have a match at WrestleMania, or B, he has the match and loses cleanly, that he's done with wrestling forever. <laughs> and then Stat Guy Greg, being the mark that he is, was not able to commit to that. <laughs> he said, well, it's going to be hard. But I understand what they're saying. Like, this will be... I feel like I feel like Kofi Kings is going over. I mean, him or Becky, like hundred percent certain, one of those two is winning for sure. I think both, dude. I think Becky. I, I, I'd like to say both. Yeah. But then what? Does Seth Rollins win, and we all just have a fucking Merry Christmas? <laughs> yeah. That you would. You know, like yeah. someone's got to give, and I'm really scared it's going to be Kofi, and I'm even more scared it's going to be Becky. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't think they can paint this picture like they have with Daniel Bryan and Kofi and and let Bryan go over. But maybe I mean they obviously they could. Um, people keep talking about the Triple H uh, Booker T incident where something like this similar happened. Did you watch that? No. I didn't. That's e- my knowledge. Maybe I didn't either. I was planning on going back and checking that out. But apparently there's a similar situation where um, I believe race was more blatant. Like, in this in this story, race hasn't officially been there, has it? No. But it kind of... No, they, they've never mentioned anything about race as far as kayfabe goes. This is all just... Yeah. Uh, uh, this is my... Spe- this, that's, that's been like my speculation, your speculation somewhat, you know? Oh, yeah. Everybody's speculation. But they kind of did... Kofi did say people like us. So you can you can you can um, take that as you will, but he did say during his promo to McMahon directly, he did say, "You don't give opportunities to people like us." And then uh, Big E released a social media video saying the same thing, um, which obviously, I mean, we're not stupid. That that video was given the okay by WWE, so it's all part of the story. Yeah. So I guess they did kind of touch on it a little bit, but maybe not officially. I don't know. But yeah, I watched it. I mean, that, that, is a, that is a very dangerous hot tub to get into, Vince. Yeah. I did watch a video of Triple H promo talking to Booker T where he, he it was much clearly more about race. And it was hard to watch. It was like, yeah, it was like, you know, dance for me, Booker. And it was just weird. And it was bad. But apparently, but apparently Booker lost that match. And uh, upset a lot of people. So if Kofi gets the same treatment, I don't think they can do it, dude. I think Kofi's going over. I hope that's, that's, that's an excellent teaser for next week's prediction show. <laughs> yeah, I hope he is. 
I'd like to see that. And I think in real life, there's nobody that wants that to happen more than a guy like Daniel Bryan. Because he is a, uh, you know, even though his character is a social justice warrior, I think that's really who he is. Not Obviously not a prick like he is as a heel, but, <laughs> you know, like he, that that's definitely who he is. Yeah. So I think this I think this is going to be Kofi. But yeah, that was that was your uh, Raw. I Smackdown. mean, I mean your SmackDown, and it, it had a lot of uh, say what you will about what happened. It definitely brought some uh, attention. Yeah, there, there's there's some controversy on that SmackDown. Yeah, so it worked. It definitely worked. I'm so glad we finally got Kofi versus Brian, which we knew was going to happen. But I'm glad it's finally set in stone. Also, I still don't like that Vince hasn't like outright officially said it. Yeah, because he just said he's going to Mania. And my question is, is Daniel Bryan ready or something? Yeah, so like, is he going to do some kind of swerve? We don't know. Um, That women's uh, tag team match, I'm just looking at it on Wikipedia, the Fatal 4-Way. Yeah. Boston Hug, Iconics, Nia and Tamina, and the fourth team of Beth, Phoenix, and Natalia has been given the name the Divas of Doom. Sweet Jesus. Did you know about that? No. Why, because they come from the Diva era? I don't know. That's just horrible, Jeff. So I tell you what we're doing. Hey, hey. You got your soundboard? I got it. Give them a round of applause for not mashing up their names like Natty Natty Phoenix, Natty Nix. Great job, creative. No Natty Nix on this. Yeah, no Natty Nix. Thank you. Um, Jeff, are you ready? Are you ready for that? Uh, do you have a Bulls update for us today? It's real brief. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't you hit us with that thirty-second? Bulls update. Bulls fans. Bulls fans. 30 second Bulls update. Bulls fans. I'll try and keep this brief. This is not a great week for the Bulls. Uh, we went on the road and we lost. And then we uh, lost, and <laughs> lost some more. You lost every. Did the Bulls lose every game since our last update? Yep, they've also been without Zach Levine and Otto Porter. All right. And news just came out today, hot off the press. Uh, Lowry, uh, I just I just read this, but uh, Lowry uh, had some sort of sped up heartbeat. Heart rate during his last game in Toronto, so they're shutting him down for the season to check that out. Who is that? Marketing. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, I guess we're getting towards the end of the season. I mean, I, I just hope it's precautionary. That the Instagram made it sound scary. Let's hope it's precautionary, not scary. Okay. So they're sitting at twenty-one and fifty-something. <laughs> There's no point of uh, having an official um, standings at this point. 
I, I haven't watched the last few games just because they like one was on a Sunday, I think. Yeah, I'll, I'll get back on when they when they have a chance of beating someone. Yeah, I don't blame that, you. That, that hasn't been this week. It was Utah, Toronto, and uh, got someone else who you knew they were going to lose to. So I just didn't even bother. I don't blame you. Don't worry, man. We got we got at least one more Bulls update before the season's over. So keep on your best spirits, Bulls fans. And let's hope for marketing to be healthy. Woo! All right. Thank you, Jeff, for that 30-second Bulls update. How many games we got left in the season, or when's this sucker in for us? Uh, we got a couple more weeks. Uh, let me check real quick on the standings. Probably ends about, uh, about WrestleMania time, huh? That sounds about right. Uh, so we are at, we have played. Holy fuck! Yeah, they only have six more games. Okay. So probably by the go home show, we're about to wrap it up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's let's yeah. They're not going anywhere. Okay. Well. <clears throat> um. I'm going to thank anybody who's listening out there. Like I said. Like Jeff's been saying, why don't you just tell your friends? Yep. Fuck liking our shit. You don't need to do that. I hate technology. Just tell your friends. No good. It's no good. Just tell your friends if you guys like what you're hearing. Tell somebody likes wrestling and tell them to check us out. How about that? I mean... The thing about podcasts is I got this nice dull voice that can put you to sleep late at night. So if you're listening, even at bedtime, pop that sucker on. Yeah, I've talked to people that listen to us to go to sleep. Yeah. Which is fine. Get those clicks up. Listen to us every night when you go to sleep. I don't care what you do. This is, uh, we're like artists. Terrible artists. Um... This isn't for... We're not trying to cash in here, right, guys? No. This is strictly for the love of the game. And, Jeff, um, we have a little bit of time here. Do you want to further along us in your Charlotte, Becky, Rhonda recap? No problem. Let's get to part two. Part two, baby. Let's do it. Part two of the Becky Charlotte Ronda timeline. Ladies and gentlemen, when I left you last, Becky coined herself the man after she defeated Charlotte for uh, in the first ever last women's standing match at uh, Evolution back in October. Now, we get to November 5th. Ronda cuts a promo on Raw, responding to Becky, calling it cute that Becky, you know, Likes to be the man, but not to take any respect for weakness. She, th- she probably threw the mic down. She's saying, I'm a household name when you were in school, when you were in school, Becky. You remember this promo? Oh, yeah. And, and you know she threw the mic down before she got her last word out like she always does. 
Yep, and she welcomes the champion versus champion Survivor Series challenge. Yep. Saying Becky may be the man, but I'm the baddest bitch on the planet. Even though she said that the week before, she's kind of repeating herself. Uh, that SmackDown next night, Becky cuts a promo responding, saying uh, Ronda's weak-minded. She's never been tested. Uh, basically elaborates, saying she... This is when uh, Becky came out and started with, I wasn't a hand-picked to be here, but here I am. Okay. This is the birth of that whole thing. Which seems like she's been saying it forever, but it's only been since November. Okay. Uh, and she tells Rhonda, at Survivor Series, it's not your expect I'm after, it's your arm. <laughs> and, uh... I don't care if you're the baddest bitch on the planet, because at Survivor Series, I'll make you mine. Ooh, I remember this. So it's getting hot. This is when Becky started to really cut good promos. Yep. Um... The next Raw with the Raw women in the ring. Um, what the hell does that say? So this is during uh, the build to Survivor Series, correct? Yes, yes. Okay. Oh, uh, this, this next Raw was the uh, infamous... Um, uh, what the hell? Infiltration. Smackdown infiltration of Raw. Yes, this is the moment. So what happens here is there's um, some sort of silly gauntlet match... Or something like that, uh, like where all the Raw women were out in the ring, besides Ronda. This is like some number one contender shit. Anyway, all of a sudden you cut back to uh, running cameras, our first running cameras in years. <laughs> you remember the running camera? Oh yeah, of course I do. The running camera catches up with a commotion going on in Ronda's locker room. That commotion's Becky's on top of her with her in an armbar. Because it's her arm here she's after. Uh, then Becky then comes out solo, calling out all the Raw women. Um, end up, she has backup, the SmackDown women flood, including Charlotte. Yep. Charlotte's team SmackDown. Becky and Charlotte have put the differences aside for the moment. They attack the Raw women. They stand tall. Ronda comes out. She's super pissed. <laughs> she's stomping her way to the ring. Uh, Becky at this point is bloody from a fucking uh, hook from Nia's potato fist and uh, Becky comes in Rhonda or Rhonda comes in and Becky just assaults her with the chair basically and Becky and the rest of the Smackdown ladies uh, leave through the crowd uh, you see that infamous picture of Becky with the bloody nose holding the chair or whatever yeah, which might might be the pinnacle of this rivalry. That could be the pinnacle. That's my memory, at least. It's a badass memory. So where are we at now? We're still in November? Yeah. The next night on SmackDown, news was released that Becky, uh, because of concussion protocol, won't be able to do the champion versus champion thing at Survivor Series. Yes. Uh, Paige makes her name a replacement. She names Charlotte. Tells Flair... Uh, to uh, beat, what the hell she tell her? That doesn't matter what she tells you. You get the picture. Charlotte's replacing Becky. Okay. In the champion versus champion match. Then we have the Survivor Series match. Ronda versus Charlotte. Charlie, uh, Charlotte was dominant in this match, wasn't she? Yeah. Like actually before the hubbub. Yep. 
but she uh, she still snapped and all of a sudden used the kendo stick on uh, Ronda, resulting in a disqualification loss, but kicking the shit out of Ronda nonetheless. Yep, they didn't want to make Ronda look weak. Yep. And this was uh, interesting. I, I had to note that the crowd was cheering for Charlotte, even though Ronda was a clear face and Charlotte was mixed bag. Yep. Uh, the next night on Raw, Raw uh, Ronda fires at Becky, saying she respects Nia for what she did to Becky's face, blah, blah, blah. That cool, cool shit. But says she's focusing on TLC, not focusing on Becky. Um, then on SmackDown, Flair gloats about, uh, about whooping Ronda's ass. Uh, Becky comes out, uh, congratulates Flair, but said if it was, if it was me in there, uh, Becky wouldn't have been standing the next night, or Ronda wouldn't have been standing the next night. Also, Paige on this SmackDown finds Charlotte. Two hundred or one hundred thousand dollars, because Charlotte attacked referees at Survivor Series when she was running amok. No, fast. Hundred G's of Monopoly money, huh? Yep. All right. Ah. So then, uh, the next uh, week on SmackDown, Becky returns. Oh, that was when she cut the promo about Charlotte. Whatever. So, Becky wasn't there. You know, doesn't matter. <laughs> um, let's see. This is when the um, TLC match was made. Originally, it was for um, Charlotte versus Becky. But then Oscar uh, later that night, won a battle royal to be included in the title match as well in a triple threat. The story then goes cold until TLC, December 16th, when it gets juicy again. Good-ass match. This was a great match. Becky, Asuka, Charlotte, TLC match at TLC. Women's title. Had all the fucking, all the tricks and trades. All the bells and whistles. Yep. Becky and Charlotte are nose-to-nose, climbing that ladder rung by rung. And then who stomps out but heavy fucking feet, Rhonda? <laughs> and she tips that ladder over, sending Becky and Charlotte to the mat and letting Asuka come out of there, the new champion. Becky is now titleless. Charlotte is now titleless. It's all Rhonda's fucking fault. The holidays are kind of quiet. The next night on Raw... Ronda cuts a promo talking shit to Nia, Charlotte, and Becky. Uh, Becky calls out Ronnie on the next night. This is when she coined the term Ronnie, I believe. Okay. Uh, Charlotte interrupts, telling Becky to get in line because Charlotte wants a piece of Ronnie's ass, too. Uh, and then January 8th, Becky wins the number one contender's triple threat match uh, with Charlotte and Carmella by making Carmella tap. So Becky wins the title shot versus Asuka at Royal Rumble. And I think that's why I'll leave part two. That was an excellent breakdown, Jeff. I think my highlights for my highlights from your part two are the bloody face Becky. Yep. At the top of the uh, concourse. 
On the SmackDown infiltration of Raw, yep. That, and then your TLC match was a great match. Yeah. And let's not forget, Ronda Charlotte was a good match in Survivor Series, too, but... It was, and then there was... What was the match at Evolution from your part one? Becky, Charlotte, correct? This was from the... Yeah, part one, it was uh, last woman standing match first ever. That was a really... That was a really... Yeah, that was a really good match, too. So we've had some, this has been a good build, it's been rocky, but when you look back, as Jeff breaks this thing down for us, you realize that this has been a pretty good build. Been a lot of ins and outs. Yeah, there's... So at the end of part two, we are at the Royal Rumble, awaiting part three, where it gets even rockier. Yeah, part three will probably be your rockiest. Um, Yep. Royal Rumble, so we're looking at, where are we at, like late January? January 27th. Okay. All right. So part three, uh, next week for the Go Home Show. First of all, let's give Jeff a round of applause for that amazing Becky Charlotte Ronda breakdown. Thank you, Jeff. And then uh, part three will be next week at the Go Home Show for WrestleMania, which I mentioned hopefully we'll be able to get on um, Alex at Lucha Libre and... Our Boom DDT film correspondent, Bork, at More Bork, and one of our, a couple guest prognosticators to help us predict some matches. Hopefully we'll get yeah, Wolf, our buddy Wolf, maybe our buddy Jay. We'll see how it plays out. Um, but Jeff, we're already at an hour and a half. We're pretty much reached our top, our tip top. Do you have anything else you want to add this week in wrestling? <laughs> there was a little kid that was mocking Paul Heyman in the, and WWE gave him a good TV time and that was pretty hilarious. Yep, he had a little <clears throat> hand puppet and everything, just sassing Heyman. <clears throat> yeah, just a classic yapping hand puppet, just blah, 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 Heyman. <laughs> that kid doesn't even know. Yeah, that was a good one for sure. Uh, that's about it, man. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll do it again next week for our big uh, WrestleMania Go Home show. And um, on that night, Jeff, I'm sorry. Excuse me. On that note, I had a little slip there. Night, night. Go socks. Night, night. But now I don't it's understand. Start calling it. No, I don't. No, I don't. Good. I said. Okay. What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Because when you find the perfect home, you don't want to lose it to anybody else. Rocket technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers and their agents greater confidence in you. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can help you buy the home you really want? Rocket can. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. That's rocketmortgage.com or call 8338-ROCKET. 
A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information appraisal and title report. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states and MLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030.